What's up, homegirls and homeboys? On today's podcast, I'm about to teach you a little bit about faith manifestation and give you a quick testimony of how God really showed up for me at the ending of 2021. This is going to be a good one. Keep listening. Hello. Welcome to Heard and Healed Podcast, where I am here to encourage you, empower you, and help you heal. If you have a desire to be your best self or simply just need encouragement, then this is the podcast for you. I am your host, Natisha Brooks, and here I use positivity, courage, and faith to help you heal. We have a saying that we say here, and it says, I believe in myself. I believe in my abilities. Fear is where it stops. Healing is where it starts. How y'all doing? First of all, Happy New Year. We are in 2022, sis. It's the new year. You have the option to watch me here on YouTube. Type in Heard and Heal Podcast. You'll find me on YouTube, girl. I'm sitting in my damn living room. I needed a new background, so here I am. You can always listen to me. Find me on Spotify. Type in Heard and Heal Podcast. You can also find me on podcast type in heard and heal podcast check the description box i'm also on some other streaming platforms so yeah y'all i'm here in my daggone living room i got tired of my background in the other room and i said you know what the environment that i want for my podcast is to really just kind of be comfortable i want you to be at home and to be able to just sit and listen or wash your dishes or just in your car and driving like i wanted it to be a comfortable atmosphere um people always tell me that my home is very comfortable i believe in a comfortable home i think that's my taurus um what is it? My Taurus rising in me. I like comfortable environments. I'm a, I'm a sucker for that. Is your home com- comfortable? Like, what does your home feel like? Like, you know, do your, is your home kind of like somebody walk in and say, oh, my God, I got to take my shoes off in here. That's kind of like what my home is like. Or is your home kind of like colorful and, you know, real kind of like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but I'm interested to know, like, in the comments, what is your home? What type of vibe does your home give? Everybody has their own vibe that they go for. I really like a warm, comfortable, kind of, like, relaxed vibe. Um, And it gives that. Unfortunately, people, I don't know. I feel like it gives that. But sometimes people come in here and be like, bitch, I don't even want to put my feet on the couch. I'm like, "Uh uh-uh, we're not. (laughs) I really have to, like, tell people, like, get comfortable, dude. Like, what the heck? So here I am, y'all. So it's 2020, right? <sighs> Girl, it's so many things I got to update you on or talk about. It's the new year. I was in my Uber the other day, right? And the man had asked me, he was like, I'm one of them people that at first I like to get in Ubers and have conversations, but that shit just got, I got tired of that. So now I get in my Uber and have my earphones in. So this guy had picked me up the other day and I made sure I had my AirPod in. So he, you know, trying to make little jokes. I'm not for it. I don't feel like it. So all of a sudden he says, you know, hey, the new year's coming. You know, how you looking forward to it? And I was like, yeah, I guess. I kind of said it real, like, solemn-like. And then he was like, dang, for real? I was like, what about you? Because I'm like, clearly he wants to make conversation. So he's like, I'm looking forward to it. You know, change is good. And I was like, you me not even cap. Like, Yes. <laughs> I was like, girl, don't sit here and downplay it. Like, you are so looking forward to the new year. So, we was having a conversation about that. So, here we are in the new year, the third day in. And I don't 
don't know, guys. I have so many visions for the New Year's, but it's so much that I kind of want to talk to you guys about. So this podcast is kind of going to be, again, I just want you to sit and relax. You may get a good word from this. You probably will, but I just kind of want us to talk because that's the environment that I'm creating here. So just listen. So, okay. First things first, guys. Guess what? I mean, this is this is huge news. Your girl bought her very, 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 very first car. Like, guys, I bought my car. I have a car. <laughs> like, your girl has a car. I am so freaking excited, guys. Like, I'm 27 years old and I bought my first freaking car. Now, this is big, big news for me. And I kind of want to talk about why it's big news. Because I got a testimony here and I really want y'all to listen to it, okay? If you've been watching my YouTube, you follow me on my Instagram page, maybe a couple blogs here and there, you have noticed or you may have remember where I've said that I just want a car. I can't wait till I get a car. Like, I just want a car, okay? A car was very big to me because amongst my peers, like in high school, you had the seniors pulling up in their car. Um, Everybody, you know, got their little car outside and stuff. And I just always wanted, like, to be able to have a car gifted to me from a parent or, you know, as a graduation gift. And that just wasn't set up in my cards. Like, that, it just didn't go that way. Some people may share the same story. Like, I didn't go to high school driving in the car. I didn't go to college having a car. You know, like, that transition, your parents kind of gift you with a car, surprise you with one, you know, like... Or you find a way to get a car, your grandparents, you have a car. I didn't have that. So I went to college and I was girl getting on the bus, trying to catch a ride with people. I was walking like that was just an experience. And that was all of my years in college. Um, I didn't have the money to because in college I was doing YouTube. I also was working and work study. So. I ain't had the money. When I came back home after I graduated from college, I still didn't have a car. My goal was to solidify a job. I knew I wanted to go back to school for grad school. So I went, I got a job. I think I was getting paid $18 an hour. I was working at Georgetown University. And the money that I was making there, I was saving it because I knew that ultimately I was going to move back to Eastern Shore and I was going to go to school there. And I knew I had needed to save money to um, live in my first place. Now, I want you to understand that when I graduated from undergraduate, right, I had the plan that when I go for my master's program, I was moving out of home. Like, I was never coming back home. I, that was my plan. It was like, when you move from home, this is your move. Like, just know after this, you're not coming back home. <laughs> now, if you have to, sure. But I kind of had made a bigger plan for myself. Like, okay, this is how you're going to be independent. You're going to go to grad school. You're going to buy your first apartment there. Your refund check is going to help you pay the rent there, right? Your money that you're about to make for a year. I really had a plan. One thing about me, I really think things through. I do not do stuff just kind of like off the whim without a plan. Like, it got to be solid, especially when it comes to like big moves. Like, girl, we got to have a plan. So, anywho, after I graduated undergrad, I graduated in 2016, I ended up coming back home and I said, okay, I want a different degree because I don't want to be no police officer. I was like, you got to go to school. But before you go to school, you got to work. I also was tired of school, so I just kind of wanted to take a break anyway. So I took a year off, worked at Georgetown University, $18 an hour. Every My whole paycheck, 
I was just saving it because I knew I was moving. So I would go out have fun, but I really was saving like a mug, y'all. So a car just wasn't in the midst of that. I remember it was one of my bigger fears because I'm like, now you about to move, right? Like you're officially moving. You don't have no car. How you going to get to your university? I'm like, I guess I'm going to have to Uber there, right? I'm like, damn, that's about to be extra money. So then I went, I was like, let me go to the lot. I went to a lot. I saved like $3,000. I was about to go buy this Honda off this guy. But it just had so many things wrong with it. And I took my mother with me. And she was able to point out all the things that was wrong with it. So she kept sending it back to the guy. Like, nah, get this fixed. Then we'll put this money down. Eventually, the dude ended up moving from, forward from us. Because he trying to sell this car as is. And the money that I'm trying to give him, he was kind of coming out as a loss. Trying to fix all these things we saying fix. He was like, nigga, y'all need to fix that. Like, I'm trying to sell y'all the car. So, it just didn't work. He didn't want my money. He moved on with another candidate. So, okay, that car is, is out of the question. I end up going to the dealership, and I'm just like, Nathisha, you don't have a job. You're not going to have a job in grad school. Do you really want to go to the dealership and get a car? Like, how are you going to pay on that? Like, there's no way. Your refund check is supposed to pay your rent. How are you going to pay a car note? So, I kind of killed that noise real fast. At the time, my ex-partner ended up moving down there with me when I moved, when I went for my graduate program. So, we shared that her part, that person's car. And... That's just kind of how I went around. But, it, you know, it, that's how I kind of got around. So it all worked out. Anywho, I graduated and I say, you know what? I don't really like it down here. I want to move back home. So I moved back home. Now, when I moved back home, I was like, listen, you need to get a car. Like, you need a car. You really need a car. It wasn't working out for me. I had went and got my uh, passed my licensure exam or whatever, right? My focus was just kind of like on bigger things. Like, girl, you got to solidify a job. You got to pay your rent. You got to make sure you got stuff in the house. You got to make sure. I mean, I was just kind of like, I didn't have it for me. I really didn't. I didn't have it to put a car in. And one thing about me, I do not make big moves if I know that I can't do that move right now. But I kept praying. I'm like, damn, God, like, I'm seeing everybody around me. At this point, I'm 26 now. You know, like, I see everybody around me. Got my first car. Got my second. By this time, people had already got their car. And I would comment on all my friends' photos and say, congratulations. I'm so happy for you. I could see the excitement in their photos. And I just kept saying, like, one day that's going to be me. Like, one day I'm going to be so excited about my car. Like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Girl, let me tell you something. January of 2020, so literally last year, I woke up and I said, God, by the end, by December, I need a car. Like, I'm tired of putting this off. I done been so focused on my responsibilities. I done did everything that we said we was going to do. Like, I done got my dad on degrees. I done got my license. I, you about to bless me with a new job. Like, God, I need a car. Like, make it so that I'm able to get a car. You know, that was my prayer to God. As the year kept going by last year, I was praying for it every day. And I just kind of was like, God, you're going to give me a car. Like, I know it. I, I Listen, finally got a job, so stable income was coming. But at this point, now I'm paying my rent. Now I'm paying my credit card bills. Now I'm paying all these things. So it was like, well, you're going to have to save for this car. Last year... Everything took a turn. My relationship had ended. During that time, I'm in the middle of a transition. You know, 
I gotta move from one apartment to a new apartment instead of splitting the bills. I'm taking on my all my bills now. I gotta pay moving fees, fees, U-Hauls, all of these things. Guys, I really was like, damn. I felt so defeated. I was like, I worked so damn hard. I prayed all year. This done happened. Now I got another problem that's about to block me from getting a car. So I kind of went back to pray and I said, God, listen, I said, it doesn't look like I'm going to have this car by December. I said, because my money just got to go back to trying to stabilize my life. I said, so listen, I'll, I'll be patient. You can give me a car by January. I said, but God, but that's kind of pushing it. I'll have it by March. I said, I'll have it by March. You know, I'll be patient. Maybe it'll be a birthday gift for myself. And that's what I was telling God. I said, because there's no way I can have a car right now. Like, it's, I get it. It's all right. You know, it's all. I was kind of defeated because all year I had been praying for this car. And this situation happens when now my priorities move from this car to trying to stabilize my life. You know, when you break up with somebody or you end a relationship, y'all, you know, are separating. There's a lot of things change, you know, like now you got your apartment, you got to figure out furnishing it. You got to buy little knickknacks, you know, like things just kind of change. So your money, you got to get your first month rate, your security deposit. You got to do all of these things. Anywho. It was maybe like a week before Christmas, okay, of now 2021. It was a week um, before Christmas. And guys, I got to correct myself. I said I woke up January 2020. I woke up January 2021, so literally last year. Anywho, it was a week before Christmas and something just kind of was in my spirit like, hey, just go to the dealership and see what they talking about. Like, you keep saying you can't buy a car. At least just go get, get the numbers so you'll know what the numbers look like and you can prepare yourself for March. I didn't do it. I was like, nah, I ain't doing that. Like, uh-uh. I just kind of was like, nah, I ain't doing it. I ended up talking to my little brother and I said, I want to buy a car or I, I want a car, but I don't know what to do. My little brother said, don't worry about it. I know who to talk to. He hooked me up with somebody, and I get a phone call, and a person says, hey, I heard you wanted to buy a car, and I say, yeah, but I'm a first-time car buyer. I don't know what my car is going to look like. I'm so scared. Like, I, I just don't know. I do want to buy a car, but not right now. Now, this is, this is after Christmas, right? So he says, well, when are you free to come in? I said, I'm off on Fridays. He called me on a Wednesday. He said, I'm off on, I said, I'm off on Fridays. He said, well, come see me this Friday. I said, this Friday. He said, yeah, come see me. Like, let's just, just come see what we got. I said, I don't know. He said, why? I said, I'm a little scared. I don't know. He said, come see me. You might be driving off in a car. Just come see me. I said, mm. when he said that, I'm like, ain't no way. So I said, okay. Guys, I look at my damn phone. I look at the date of Friday. It was the last day in December that just passed. Literally, last Friday. It was the last day of December. Immediately, my heart just kind of sank. I was in my kitchen. And I'm like, Lord, ain't no way. Ain't no way. 
ain't no ain't no way I'm about to go to the dealership the last Friday of December and potentially drive off with a car. Ain't no way. So I thought about it. I said, uh, I don't know if he gonna have the type of car I want. Let me ask him because I might pass up on the offer. Something immediately told me, Nathisha, don't block your blessing. Go to the dealership. This is a long story. I wake up that morning, that Friday morning, dealership opened at 8. I left my house at like 8.30. I called an Uber. The Uber cost me goddamn $24.35 just to get up there. I get up there. He showed me. He said, all right, these are all the brand new cars we have right here. I said, brand new? He said, you need to be in a brand new car. He said, these are all the brand new cars. They were all 2022s. I'm sitting here like, can I test drive him? He like, yeah. I pick out the one that I like. I said, let's test drive this one. I test drive it. I like it. We pull back to the lot. He says, um, hold the keys. I, I give him, I get him, just hold the keys. So I held the keys. We go inside the office. Before you know it, he starts handing me paperwork. All right, sign this. All right, sign this. I'm going to give you three sips of, sips of paper. I'm like... What's going on? He like, don't worry. Man, he get on the phone. He call the people for the insurance. I was nervous about that. I'm not. I'm a first-time car owner, right? I'm 27. Is my car insurance going to be so expensive? Girl, call the people, car insurance. I'll tell you, $170. That's that. I said, $170? He said, yeah. I said, what? He said, yeah, that's that. Let's get you back to the finance office. I get to the finance office. She doing the numbers. Before I get back there, he asked me, he said, the bank wants $2,000 from you. I said, ain't no way. <laughs> right? Now, I had $2,000, but I didn't plan to put that down, y'all. Like, nah. You know, like, when you just, that was just not a part of the plan. So, he said, well, how much do you have to put down? I said, $1,500. He said, I do you one better. I'll tell them you only got a thousand. I said, well, shit, that's cool. He calls me back in the finance office. Cool. Your down payment is just a thousand dollars. I, okay, like, y'all, I'm really like, it went from two thousand to fifteen hundred to a thousand. Okay. Guys, anyways, I looked at, the dude who was doing my leasing. This is my brother-in-law, by the way. I look at him. I said, is this it? Like, is it any more I need to do? Like, what's what's happening now? Because everything is happening so fast. He said, those keys are yours. That car is yours. You're about to pull off when we get done this paperwork. In the middle of the damn dealership, all I could do was cry. All I could do. Guys, when I tell you, it was people in there, and I'm sure they used to this. I just broke down crying. I looked at them. I looked at my brother-in-law. I said, you just don't understand. Do you know that I woke up January of this year and said, God, please put me in a car by the, this December. And the last fucking day of December, I'm in a car. Let me tell you what God did, though. God ain't put me in a hoopty girl. God ain't put me in a, God put me in a brand new car, girl. I 
I got a damn 2022 Kia Forte LXS sports bitch. She's a red. Her name is Candy. Candy girl. Candy lady is the long name. That is my girl. I love my car. My car got the da- y'all. I I went to finance the office when she told me my car payment. I said, Oh no, you can have a car. <laughs> I don't know what I was expecting. I said, uh-uh. No, you can have it. She said, sweetie. She said, stop it. She said, you break this up. You'll have the money for this. She said, you have the money already. She said, what I need you to do is in six months, I need you to come back and refinance the car. Here's my car because I'm going to put you on with the person who helped me refinance mine. She explained to me why my car note was high. She said, you don't have no car history, no credit. The bank has to trust you. So this is your car note. Guys. I pulled off the lot in my damn car. Me and Candy Girl. Candy got her tents on her, girl. If you are looking, you can see my car. I'm about to put it up on the screen. That's my baby. She is so sexy, y'all. I mean, she's a sport. She drives so good. Guys, my car. Oh, my God. I'm going to be honest with you. That is a gift literally from God. Like, God really gifted me with that car, guys. Like, that was a gift from him, and that gift was a, it was because I remained faithful. And I know that even with the setbacks that I had last year, and these were not setbacks, but even with the things that happened last year, I still remained faithful. I knew for a fact, listen, God, this stuff happened, but it's all right. I know we're going to get a car. I know you're going to give it to me. I'll be patient. I was patient, but I believed that what I prayed for, God was going to give it to me. And God works so damn crazy. He'll give you what you want if it's in his will, guys. Like, if it's in his will, he'll give it to you. It may not be exactly what you want, how you want it. Girl, my mind, I wanted a Honda. I wanted it to be silver, you know, like a smoke gray. I wanted that. I didn't get that. I got what God wanted me to have. A Honda would have cost me damn $28,000. My car cost me $22,000. So at the end of the day, God worked that all out for me. I don't have to pay no high car insurance. My car note, not super expensive. I didn't have to put a lot of money down on my car. Like, And when I did my bills, guys... I been could have bought a damn car. I been was making enough money to buy me a car. But that's one thing that I want you to believe in. It's called divine timing. See, things happen when they're supposed to. And God saw fit for me to have the car when the time was right. One thing I noticed that when God shuts one door, he opens so many other doors for you. And you have to be ready for when he do that. If you're praying for something, God going to give it to you in his way. But I want you to be ready for the blessings. Guys, that whole day, I was just in I mean, I just kept thanking God and kept crying. I was driving my damn car crying. I'm like, this is your car. Like, at 27 years old. Let me tell you why this story was even more remarkable for me, guys. Hear me out. You know, I was a foster child, right? And the day that I got taken away from my parent, I had told myself that day. You know you got to look out for you now, right? Literally, I remember sitting in the car. The reality had already set in for me. I knew when I left my biological home, I wasn't coming back to that. 
And I said to myself, you know you got to look out for you now. And guys, that's all I've done my whole life. Natisha put herself through damn college. Natisha got all her apartments on her own. Natisha just got her own goddamn car and her own goddamn name. Registration, insurance, all of that is in Natisha's name. It was just kind of solidifying to me that even throughout this life, sis, even with all of your setbacks, and you have always been resilient. And I want to tell that to you. You know, resilience is just the, the ability to bounce back from adversity. It's the ability to uh, bounce back from any type of hardship that you have. The ability to still press and move forward and to still have a positive outlook. That's Resilience, girl, I feel like I embody that definition. Don't get me wrong. There are days when I'm very much so hurt. Damn, I don't know what to do. But they, those days are the same days I'm speaking myself. Because I just kind of believe that when you adopt, it's all about your viewpoint and your perspective of a situation. And should you adopt a negative viewpoint and a perspective, you're going to get negative results. You're going to feel bad. You're out, your mind going to be bad. Your situation is not going to change. But if you try to find the good in any and every damn thing, your life is just going to kind of show up in that way. And even when things have happened for me, oh, my God, my ego got in the way. Like, how could this happen to me and this and that? But I've always humbled myself like, but what could this be teaching you? And what could you gain from this? And what? How could this positively impact you? And that's kind of what I hold on to because just kind of looking at things from a hopeful outlook just gives me the strength. I don't like to be weak in situations. I don't mind showing my weaknesses. But for a long time, I don't like to be down because I know that if I'm down for a long time, my days just continue to look like that. And I just believe in God. You know, like things are going to things are going to get better hard days don't last you know trouble don't last always so this was just a simple i really i say i tell god every night this was a gift from you and i'm so so thankful so that was a long story right but i needed to tell y'all that because i won't stop talking about this car like when i tell you it was a gift from god it was a gift from him i love my candy girl Oh my God, I love my damn car. I make sure, and I pray over my car. You know, I pray over me and my car. You never know what happens, but I pray that God protects me in that car, you know, because that's just something I truly value because that literally was a gift from God. So I hope that you guys enjoyed my testimony. Let's kind of talk a little bit too. So many things have happened. I'm so excited for 2022 because... Now that I've seen the power of just kind of like manifestation, prayer, and faith, like, and just also hard work, like, now that I've seen the power of that, it's like, I just feel so unstoppable. I just feel like I can get whatever I want. If anything, what do I say? Fear is where it stops. Literally, it's like, just keep the fear at the door. You can have whatever you want as long as you have the conviction. I've learned that as long as I pray, Meaning I consult God, I make a plan and I have faith, I get whatever I want. Literally, once I pray, I ask God, what, what are we going to do? I, I, I solidify a plan. Me and him, this what sounds right, this what I'm going to do. Then I start to believe in that plan, like this is what the plan is. This is what the goal is. This is what we said we're going to do. So I believe all of these things are going to get done. When I have those three things... 
stuff happens for me. So I want to lend those three things to you so that things can change in your life. But I want you to understand that the main thing that's going to prove results is your faith. Where does your faith lie? You can't pray for something and just be like, oh, no. That's not faith. Faith is literally having hope in the things that you don't know. Just having some type of hope. I need a job. I'm going to get one. I don't know how I'm going to get one, but I'm going to. You really got to be convicted when you say it. Like, you have to say it with conviction, which is it means belief. You have to believe what you say, honestly. Sometimes we say stuff just to say it. You better understand the power of your tongue. Like, you are speaking things. You're manifesting things. It's so much power. So if you speak negatively, oh, trouble's going to find you. But if you speak positively, it's going to find you. It's going to attract. It's called the law of attraction. You know, since we're talking about that, can I tell you, since it's the new year, guys, because I've seen the true work of God, and I've always seen it, but this time, I mean, divine time, and this man really showed me, you need to continue to believe in me because I'm on your side. I've just really been like, now I really am about to manifest the life that I want because I'm tired of... Just grinding, 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 grinding. I'm tired of doing so much for others. I'm tired of it. Like, I want the life that I want for me. So, I literally was like, I'm about to manifest my entire life. And I am. I got this journal. I found it on Amazon. Can you see it? For all of you guys who cannot see it, it's called the Manifestation Journal. And it's a black woman on the front. And on the back it says, Limitless Abundance Manifest Your Dreams. You can find it on Amazon. If you check the description box, I have the direct link there. Guys, when I tell you this book is like the best book, the book teaches you two things, the law of attraction and manifestation. And it teaches you like you could tell that it's it's written by a regular human being. Like it talks to you like we're girlfriends or something like I love this book, but not only that, it gives you the background knowledge first on what the purpose of this book for and how you can learn how to manifest your life and how you can understand what the law of attraction is. The law of attraction is basically saying, believing in positive things, right? When you put positive things out, positive things will come to you. When you speak abundance, abundance will find its way to you. That's all the law of attraction is. If you put negative things out, you will attract those negative things. So it teaches you about that just the basis it teaches you about your ancestors and how they use manifestation scripting they talk to spirits they talk to god to get the things that they want i love this book and it's specifically made for black women i love that it gives you just kind of like in the beginning i think you read i think the first um it don't have no numbers here but I was just the first 25 pages just kind of gives you the background then it gets into the good work like it gets into asking you kind of like self-discovery questions reflection questions and then it just kind of gives you I don't know it just guides you through setting your goals creating a vision just kind of understanding the way you think this book I literally feel like would be my key to success, like my key to just kind of manifesting the life that I want. And if you are interested in manifestation or if that's something, I highly recommend this book, guys. Like, it's a part of my daily routine. Now that I'm in 22, I noticed that I needed some type of structure in my life, especially if I'm going to manifest the life that I want. I 
have to have some type of self-discipline. So this is a part of my routine where I um, write in this book every night, whether it's every night, every day. It's just a part of my routine. Um, it had asked me a really good question like, okay, where do I see myself in one year? How do I want to grow? Am I listening to my own heart and intuition? Um, what are you holding on to right now, right now that no longer serves you? It forces you to kind of think. It asks you some good questions and you have to reflect on it. Do you love yourself? Why not? Why not? What do you love most about yourself? And I like this. And it's just kind of like the beginning part. And then it gets deeper and deeper and deeper into it. Just kind of like, what are your excuses? Um, what will you do instead to kind of like stop your excuses? Script your ideal mindset. Like, how do you want to think? like this book like it's beautiful so i recommend this book i've also gotten into um it's so much that we're talking about in this podcast y'all so i'm gonna wrap it up and we can kind of bring it up in the next podcast so before i I'll briefly talk about this i've gotten into tarot reading so i've always been pretty intuitive like always my intuition i literally was like that's how i got through my life like through all of my hardships i just listened to my intuition um my intuition has always been like strong and i've always just been intuitive like i could predict something or i could just kind of read a situation and know how it's gonna play out like i'm just really good at that but when i ended you know this last transition in my life i really really tapped into my spirituality because when things go wrong i really really lean on god and i started getting into tarot and i had noticed when i got this reading from this girl she really kind of like read me like she read my entire situation and i'm like how does this girl notice but i believe that some people are truly intuitive and are gifted so i was so interested in that and i started doing more research on it this is a book called tarot for beginners um it says a holistic guide to using the tarot for personal growth and development it basically teaches you what the tarot what the ta- what tarot is how to read the tarot cards how to do certain readings like it's it just helps you dis- discover your spiritual self but then i also have my deck one thing i love about this deck and guys the things that i'm talking about is going to be in the description box so check it because these things i really really recommend this deck is called the modern wish tarot deck by lisa Thurl. i like this deck because one is definitely modern you see a lot of b- representation especially for black people in this deck I like it. It's a beautiful deck. The cards are beautiful. The cards are thick. Like, I love this deck. Um, I don't recommend men just anybody just get into tarot and start doing it. Like, I really think that if you are drawn to it, then go for it. But if you're not interested in tarot, don't do it. Because you really playing around, you know. Like, you, you, you're really playing when it comes to this. This is a spiritual thing. So, you want to be careful. Um... And, I mean, shoot, these tarot decks, man, they really can give you insight. But you'll be blind if you don't know how to read the cards. You don't know how to interpret the, interpret the messages. So this is really a science to it. Like, you really got to have an interest in this to be attracted and drawn to it. I feel like whatever you are interested in, you can really teach yourself about it. And you can understand the details because the interest is there. But if you have no interest and you're not drawn to this, I wouldn't recommend. But here's my book. Here's my deck. The deck also comes with a book in it. So these are not related. Like 
the cards in tarot are all the same so this book is just telling you about the cards but there's a small book that comes with this deck that also gives you meaning for the cards but I just have extra backup because this is more in depth um, but I like it so we'll talk about that another day on a podcast so much that we were talking about I'm so happy you guys had to come into my living room I hope that you enjoyed this podcast please tell me if you enjoyed it you know if you listened to the whole way through I think that it's the vibe like you, I, I feel like it was a, a, a podcast where you could listen the whole way through. I really was talking some good stuff. Anyways, guys, that's enough for this. You can find my personal Instagram at Nini Tanay. You can also find us on the pod, I mean the podcast on Instagram. That's at Heard and Heal Podcast. Search me on Instagram, guys. We are here every Tuesday at 7 p.m. where I'm just here dropping gems and talking to you. Welcome to my living room. Let me know if you like the setup. And, um... And tell me how your living room, what type of vibe you getting off. What did you do for 2022? Like, what was that with you? How, how did you bring 2022 in? Anyways, guys, check the description box for all the things I recommended. And I'm going to see you next week. Bye, y'all.